Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome to another episode of the Maliki Click Podcast. I'm your host Ali and I hope everybody is in the khair inshaAllah. So what I wanted to do today is really get down to brass tacks and open your mind to another perspective perhaps that you're not used to hearing and that's from the the white revert. I think it's very important to hear everybody's perspective. I think it's important to hear from the Arab, uh, from Desi, um, from Asians, from whites, from blacks, from Hispanics. Whoever is uh, a revert or a born Muslim, I think first that all of us need to really open our minds and our hearts to the perspective of each other. So first off, I want to start with police brutality. Uh, I, I heard a, a talk today, a small talk on YouTube, and it was saying basically that uh, uh, oppressions that happen to people will sooner or later come back to the people that are oppressing. And that kind of that kind of raised my eyebrow a little bit because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, says something entirely different. I'm no mufassirin or I'm I'm not able to take meanings from the Qur'an. But uh, you decide for yourself. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. And no bearer of burdens will bear the burden of another. And if a heavily laden soul calls to another to carry some of its load, nothing of it will be carried, even if he should be a close relative. Now to be honest... I really don't know what he meant when he said this. I could be taking it entirely a different way, a wrong way. But basically, he was saying that uh, sooner or later it's going to bite you in the back. And, uh, you know, I think I took it as a lot of people take it. Well, white reverts take it. Uh, unfortunately, white reverts, we get lumped up and bundled up into the white oppressor type of label, right? So I became Muslim 28 years ago, uh, almost 29 years ago, and uh, things changed for me quickly. Uh, I became a Muslim in prison, served uh, two and a half, almost three years there, and that's where I became Muslim. Uh, and, And when I got out of prison, things changed for me really quick, and they changed even quicker when I changed my name uh, legally. Uh, so, unfortunately, we live in this type of politically charged atmosphere. And when I show up at the masjid or I speak my, my, my piece or my, uh, my perspective on uh, social media, people take it the, long, the wrong way because they believe, well, uh, you, you, who, you, you're, you're part of the problem. And it, it really shocks us when when we're included in that uh, oppression. Uh, because a lot of us, myself included, uh, I can only speak for myself, but uh, I lost my entire family. Everybody. Everybody. I lost everybody. I lost my inheritance, along with property, everything for Islam. So, I, I don't understand. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that 
nobody will bear the burden of another. I don't understand how we as white reverts are wrapped up into that. I really don't, um, considering that verse. I just don't get it. Uh, because, you know, we're told that when you become a Muslim, you're without sin. When you say, Ashadu an la ilaha illallah wa ashadu anna Muhammad Rasulullah, that's it, Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives you. Okay? Uh, a lot of people, a lot of white people, white reverts, I'll say white reverts, and believe me, um, we are completely separate from white atheists or Christians or Jews uh, for the simple fact that we became Muslim. We're seen as the enemy. They look at our names, and they, look, they, uh, they take the approach, if you're not with us, you're against us. That happens to us every day. And uh, we're looked down upon by our own people. And then a lot of the times when we become Muslim, not every time, but a lot, uh, we're looked down upon or invalidated by uh, born Muslims that don't take us seriously. Um, they look at me coming to the masjid, not all the time. I have very close uh, friends that are born Muslims, don't get me wrong. But a lot of them, especially the ones that don't know me on social media or in real life, they look at me, they put a face to me, and it doesn't matter that my name is Ali, it doesn't matter that I became Muslim uh, 28 years ago. They look at me, and they see the guy that picked on them in high school, or in elementary school, or the the Trump supporter that, uh, I don't know, threw something at their car and said, why don't you go back home? You know? Uh, I'm not that guy. And neither is any other white revert. There's people on social media saying that we're not even Muslims. That they don't, they don't accept us. And our sisters, unfortunately, the white revert sisters and the black revert sisters and the Hispanic revert sisters, they get it the worst. Trust me. I have, oh my, I have so many horror stories from them. Of, uh, like, for example, Wadis that uh, say, Oh, no, no, I'll be your Wadi, and uh, don't worry about anything, I'll find you a nice husband. But really, a lot of the times they have designs on these women themselves. They want to marry them, so uh, they have total access to, to these women now. And uh, so one suitor after the other comes in, and the Wadi says, Nope, 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 this guy's not good, nope, 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 nope. And so the revert sister becomes hopeless and desperate. She wants to get married. Maybe she's even kicked out by her parents and she's, I don't know, living in the masjid, living in a hotel, living where she shouldn't live, some someplace that's uh, not safe. And she becomes hopeless. And so this so-called wali steps in and says, you know what? I don't find anybody else better to marry you except me. So why don't you marry me or uh, become a second wife? This is this is not what we need to be doing, though. This is this is really really bad, and it's a huge problem in America. Another thing is they take advantage of the sister. A lot of these sisters are kicked out of their homes. A lot of these sisters suffer abuse. Maybe you know they became Muslim, but their husband didn't, and their husband just beat the hell out of them, and so they end up in shelters. They end up in hotels, and these these Muslims they they swoop in and like heroes. 
and say, well, I'll, I'll help you. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'll help you. But all you got to do is marry me. The sister's still got a black eye. Okay, she's, she's still married. She has problems. She has kids. She's in a shelter. You want to rescue her? Why wouldn't these... Would you do that to your own women? Would I mean, really ask yourself the question, would you do that to your own women? And so these sisters are are uh, almost held ransom. Marry me or else. Okay? If you don't marry me, I can't help you, sister. I don't know what to say. I'll, you know, uh, Allah be with you. And that's it. That's the end of it. Uh, there's a lot of passport hunters out there. Uh, there's a lot of people that... Uh, want us to lose our culture, okay? Uh, when you come to Islam, you need to change your name. You need to start wearing shawar kameez or thobe and a turban and a kufi and this and that. Uh, you need to start eating our food and uh, uh, speak our language. And so, I mean, we totally lose our culture and it's bled out of us. A lot of, especially revert white, uh, white women is what I'm talking about. Uh, not so much the males, but it's, it still happens with the males too. Uh, this is something that needs to be changed and it really needs to be talked about. And a lot of converts or reverts, whatever you want to call us, are very, very turned off by the Muslims. Not Islam, because we came to Islam because we believe in it and we love it. But too many of the times we are especially white uh, female converts are totally turned off by the Muslims. And and this is something that really, really needs to be talked about. I hope a lot of people listening to this will um, really go online and, and search the stories that I'm talking about. I mean, you've honestly, you've probably heard a lot of the, uh, the, the stories yourselves. And you know, we were born and raised here. You know, and we came to Islam, but this is the thing, okay, in the American media, and you know, it might be the American media's uh, problem, I, I have no idea, but what we see as uh, white reverts is whenever they want to get the opinion of an American Muslim, they're asking the Pakistani community. They're asking the Somali community. They're asking the Arab uh, community in the Masajid. But who they don't ask is us. We're the ones who live here too, right? But people say, we're, an Ameri we're, we're Americans. What are you talking about? I was born here and my, my, uh, my father came here 25 years ago. And uh, yeah, we're Americans. Okay. You're Americans. That's fine. Well, let me run a uh, a different uh, scenario past you then. What if I, an American white revert, went to Egypt? Okay. Went to Egypt and I opened my own masjid. And in that masjid, I let only white American revert uh, be on the committee board. Only. I stood up and I gave the khutbah in English. And when the Egyptian media wanted a statement from Egyptian Muslims, I got in front of the camera instead. I said, no, no, I've, I've, uh, I've lived in Egypt for 10 years. I've been here. I was, I was born in Egypt, but I'm a, I'm a right, white revert. But, you know, I was born here. My kids are born here. So uh, I, I'm the one who gets to get in front of the camera. No, this is not right. And I doubt very, very much that the Egyptian locals will 
put up with this even for a second. Are you seeing the pattern here? Are you seeing the problem? That a lot of white reverts are just passed by and rendered insignificant. And this is why a lot of people leave the religion. We're not asking for like uh, kingship or something, you know. We want to be a part of the ummah. We want to be a part of the community. And we also want to keep our culture. Okay? It's entirely possible if you keep your culture and your deen, so can we. It's like, for example, um, let's say um, let's say a Pakistani. I, I marry a Pakistani sister. She comes to America, and I tell her, okay, first things first, you need to start, uh, you need to change your name to Linda or Ginny, or Becky, or whatever, okay, that's number one, because, you know, you're in America now, you have to uh, take off your, or take off your hijab, start dressing like a white woman, uh, I don't want to hear any, uh, any of your language here, uh, I don't want you to eat any more of your food, and I, we're not going to do any of your, your festivals or anything, you're in America now, and you're going to live by uh, my my culture's standards now. That, that's totally unreasonable. Uh, every Everybody that gets married, uh, whether if they're from a different culture, is totally okay to keep their culture and their deen, as long as it doesn't surpass your deen. So when we white reverts talk about Islam, we're told, you know, you're, you're just a revert. What are you talking about? When we weigh in on social media about... Uh, uh, What's happening right now with the police brutality? We're, we're told to shut up because it's not our it's it's not our place to talk about anything. And when we speak about our own culture, or for example, Islam for Europeans uh, organization, we're we're told that we're white separatists or something, and we're not doing it. What do you want from us? Do you want us to be in the Ummah? Do you not us not want us to be in the Ummah? You know, it's we can't win wherever we go. Police brutality is definitely a bad thing, and it's an issue in this country right now. It's always, it's always been an issue in this country, right? But I'll tell you what, it isn't me. I didn't do it. And I've been saying for the longest that I'm against this. Nobody's listening. Only a few are listening. Everybody wants to say, but yeah, but you're the problem. You, you don't... You don't deserve to say anything. You, you're, you're a racist. You're speaking out against this. You're speaking out there. Okay, well, I'm a racist for having an opinion. Now listen, if I was a racist, I would have no problem telling anybody that I was. Believe that. I watched the George Floyd murder, and I remember it clearly. The first time that I watched the video, I was screaming at my phone. I was like, let him up. What are you doing? He's dying. What are you doing? Right? Uh... But nobody really wanted to hear my opinion. And that's fine. I'm not, I'm not concerned about that. What I'm more concerned about is people on social media in real life demand to be heard. They demand freedom of speech. But they don't want to hear the other side of it. That's a problem. And I'm told that I'm a part of the oppression because my, maybe my great-grandfather, great-great-grandfather uh, owned slaves or something. Okay, so now we're talking about burden again upon the other. Um, are the Egyptians uh, of, of uh, current times, are they responsible or should they pay reparations to the Jews, the Jewish people that they enslaved? There's, there's many people that have been enslaved in this world uh, that we can talk about. 
but the only popular one to talk about is, is, is white people. Listen, I didn't own slaves. I don't plan to own slaves. Uh, I married a black woman, right? And I had five children with her. Uh, my stepfather is black. But, you know, even that, I'm told, well, that doesn't mean anything. That's like saying that, oh, my best friend's a black person. Really, are we, are we talking like this now? Are we seriously talking like this right now? If anybody is a ra- first of all, if anybody is a racist against black people, ask yourself a question: Why do they marry them and have five kids with them? Can you can we really back up and slow down, and enter some type of normal reality where we think before we speak? Come on, it's ridiculous. We write we white reverts are getting hit from every side. We're getting hit from you. Now we're getting hit from uh, uh, black reverts, okay? We're getting hit by our own people to think that we're traitors, okay? Uh, That we're traitors and we're bad people because we became Muslim. We're getting it from our families that have disowned us. What do you want us to do? And this is why a lot of white reverts, they remove the white, black, uh, Hispanic, Asian, whole, whole nine. They end up removing themselves from the masajid and they a lot of the times they fall off they fall off they have no support they have no brotherhood and so they they go to their homes and they practice their deen and they think what have i got myself into i learned islam from muhammad and ahmed and ali and uh, it, it was beautiful but these people are like uh, verbally beating me up and blaming me for things that I'd never even done in my life, trying to guilt me. That has to stop. That type of atmosphere that's created in the masajid and social media has got to stop, brothers. It's got to stop right now. How will we really come before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the Day of Judgment and have to answer from Him why and how we pushed people away from Islam? That's deep, Right? Just think about that for a moment. Just think. Pushing people away from the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Think on that. Is there a problem in America? Absolutely, 100%. Is there racism in America? Absolutely, 100%. Is there racism in within the Muslim population? You bet. You bet. And you'd be surprised where it comes from. Is it my fault? No. No. I'm not a racist. I 110% disagree and disavow myself from racism of any type and whatever happened uh, to George Floyd, the murder, the outright cold-blooded murder of George Floyd. I completely disagree with it. And if we're on social media talking about Black Lives Matter, first of all, if you're saying Black Lives Matter, there's a problem. Because all life matters. All li- life itself matters. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about this clearly, clearly in the Quran. You know, life is precious. All life matters. Is there a problem in America with racism and police brutality? Yeah, big time. Big time, right? So the thing is, until all life matters, okay, yes, there is a problem with... Uh, African-Americans being brutalized by the police. No, who can deny this? Nobody, right? 
But until we all, we're, all, we're all Muslims, right? We got to get on the same page, okay? And the same page is all life matters, okay? All life matters, okay? We are for the underdog. We are for justice when there is no uh, justice, right? But all life matters. So that means when a white man gets killed, it's just as horrible. Black, uh, Jewish, uh, Christian, whatever. Okay, all life matters. And we stand up for justice uh, for whoever is being oppressed. That's, that's what it is. That's what it is to be a Muslim, right? That's my time, guys. I hope everybody gets to this, inshallah ta'ala. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.